Hello, Solving Water listeners. I'm your host, Amanda Holloway, and I'm recording live from REACH 2021 in New Orleans. This marks my first REACH attendance, and I'm excited for the opportunity to bring you lots of great new content from our census business. So what is REACH? The Xylem REACH conference brings together utility professionals from across the globe to connect, learn, and grow around the challenges and opportunities they face every day. And while the title of this podcast is Solving Water, We'll have the pleasure of talking with experts from across the wide range of industries we serve in addition to water, including the gas and electric markets. You'll hear from our own people about the work we're doing to enable our customers and partners to advance their customer experience, join the shift toward digital transformation, and save operational labor and energy costs, as well as reduce environmental impact. The conference features sessions that look ahead to how we can not only upgrade existing infrastructure, but enhance processes and future-proof them as resiliency remains a critical priority for communities around the world. I hope you enjoy this series as much as I enjoyed interviewing these leaders and learned something valuable along the way. All right, well, I'm here in New Orleans at REACH 2021, and um, joining me right now is Savan Zamir. She's the Senior Director for the Xylem Innovation Labs. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here really excited to have you. So usually I just ask you to talk a little bit about what you do for Xylem and maybe since you're relatively new to the company I'd love to hear some of your background as well. I mean I would say I'm relatively new too just under a year so uh, with the seniority that a lot of people at Xylem have that (laughs) that's fairly fresh. As you mentioned I'm senior director of Xylem Innovation Labs. Uh, We are a new team here at Xylem that's working to identify and leverage new and innovative technologies coming from third parties. So that could be startup companies, it could be new technology companies, uh, or smaller technology companies, and really trying to bring those into Xylem and use those technologies to bring the best and the brightest new tech to market. As far as my background, kind of how I got to that position or to that role, I've spent the last 10 years working in and, and leading different startup companies. I started my career as a civil engineer, then was a construction manager for large commercial construction projects around the state of California. So if you ever fly into Terminal 2 at San Francisco Airport, if you're going to NorCal, worked on that terminal. Was really, really interested and excited in working on teams and building big construction projects. But I moved to Israel about 10 years ago and I lived in Jerusalem and I lived in Tel Aviv and decided, you know, I'm already in a new country, in a new place, speaking a new language, so I might as well try something new career-wise. And I got into the startup world. Israel's very well known for their startup scene and entrepreneurial spirit, and then also very well known for their water management and technology. So I started working uh, with water tech startups, which I didn't know was a thing at the time, (laughs) but now it is. So I've led two of those. With that, always worked with big companies like Xylem and thought how exciting and interesting it would be instead of just working on one technology company, one startup at a time, bringing one singular piece of tech to market, if I could work on the opposite side, on the corporate side, that has the ability and the channels and the resources and, and the reach to bring multiple different technologies to market at the same time, that that would be a really fascinating and, and worthwhile endeavor. So that was a really long intro of myself, but that's what I'm doing here. Well, I mean, it's great to have you and just learn about what you're bringing to Xylem and We definitely, um, I spoke with Dave Flinton last week. He was singing your praises and just about all the great work that your team is doing. So Dave is great. And also, uh, since he lives near Chicago, had some great recommendations for restaurants that we went to last week while at WEFTEC. So that was a lot of fun. 
maybe we can just back up a little bit just to sort of set the stage for our mm-hmm. listeners about the goals of the program and what your specific goals are. I know that this just launched in July. I know you're in the process of basically building it, but we'd just love to hear more about like what those goals are that you have. Yeah, so stepping back, there's this concept that's called corporate innovation. And so around 20 years ago, corporations got so large and tech started moving so fast with dot-com and everything else that it started to become really difficult for really large organizations with thousands or tens of thousands of people that spanned dozens or over a hundred you know, countries in our case, in terms of the presence that you have in the global market, to make these really quick and agile maneuvers. And as we see, like new tech comes out all the time. You can't even recognize the world today from like 10 years ago and 15 years ago and how many times you reminisce with your friends, like what the world was like before smartphone technology and how I got anywhere using a Thomas guide, I don't know. But so there came about this idea that corporates could really leverage smaller companies and smaller companies' technologies to be more agile and stay more competitive in in the marketplace. And so they formed, they started to form, and I think IBM and Intel were among the first couple of companies that did that. And they started to form these teams that they called corporate innovation teams. And so these small agile teams that were specifically tasked with seeking out the latest technology and then bringing that technology inward inside of the the corporation. So a lot of these uh, larger tech companies started to do that and then other industries started to catch on. And so nowadays you'll see corporate innovation teams And that takes different forms. It could be what's called a corporate venture capital, so basically an investment team that's investing in companies. It could be an intrapreneurship team, so companies that are looking for seeds and ideation of new ideas that then the company can pour money into and develop internally. It could be creating some kind of an incubator, an accelerator program where you're identifying high potential startups that you're interested in working with and then putting resources into helping them accelerate their development either from technically or commercially or or both and so you'll see that now in all industries Um, in other industrial industries caterpillar and like john deere and like some of the larger industrials have those kinds of teams you'll see it in the cosmetics industry in food and ag it's actually really fascinating and so all of that being said we do it in the water industry too. And you'll see it in different shapes and forms. Probably the last five, six years, the water industry started doing more of this corporate innovation type work. And so long story short, or long story long, that is what the Xylem Innovation Labs team is is doing. We're building framework where we can align with all the business units internally, understand you know, what are the near-term portfolio gaps today, as well as where do you want to be in three to five to 10 years? What kind of technologies are you interested in? Are our customers interested in that the market is really going to be looking for? And maybe those technologies exist today. And so we can help scout for them and, and help plug those gaps. Maybe they don't exist today. And so we search literally our global network across universities and nonprofit and with the startup organizations and and so on and try to find who's working on that and what stage is it at and making sure that we're we have our finger on the pulse and, and understanding when that technology is going to come to market so we can stay competitive basically it's really interesting and i think it's fabulous that xylem 
has put some muscle behind this. I also think it's probably somewhat overwhelming. Like, how do you sift through all the different... I mean, I was just speaking earlier today, and we were talking about how this podcast is really designed to help bring awareness to all the different things that we do at Xylem, because there's just so much. So then, if you're working across the company, across the globe, all the business units, to identify these technologies or innovations... How do you prioritize that? How do you know which ones to pursue? Like, how do you start? Whew, that's been the past six months of what I've been working on. So, so good question. First of all, we have an awesome team. There are seven of us globally distributed anywhere from West Coast, East Coast in the U.S. Got a couple of folks in Europe, also all the way out to, to Singapore. So we've got a team that also kind of mimics and is mapped to Xylem in terms of our our global presence, which is fantastic. And then what we've done is kind of broken it down. All right, well, if the end goal is that we're able to leverage new technologies, bring them inside Xylem and contract with them in some way that could look like white labeling, it could look like joint venturing, uh, it could look like distribution, it could look like licensing the technology potentially as a path to M&A, although that's not in the purview of, of my group or my team. So if that's the end goal, how do you build towards that? And so we've created three distinct programs. And the first one, I think, is the one that, that you're talking about. It's our tech scouting and assessment program. And so we've got a gentleman, uh, Max Storto, who just joined the team. He's in Washington, D.C., and he's heading up that program. And it's all about creating a continuous cadence of collecting feedback from the business units in order to understand what the goals are, what the priorities are. We're actually mapping that out by creating a database out of that information and visualizing it in Microsoft Power BI. We're like, hey, we're a technology team, and so we're going to see if we can use technology to, to figure out our priorities, in addition to the intuition you know, that everyone on the team has. So we're going about seeing how we prioritize what we work on and creating a, a framework around that so people can come to our team, say, hey, I'm really interested in this technology. Can you help me do an assessment? Have you already done an assessment? And when it comes to doing this global scouting, it's not just us by ourselves. I think, you know, you mentioned that's a lot. There are hundreds, if not thousands of technology companies out there. How do we do that? So we align ourselves with what we call open innovation partners. So we are a big supporter. There was just a press release that came out about it this week of Imagine H2O and all of their programming. They are a water technology, global water technology accelerator based out of Northern California, who is fabulous. I actually brought both of my startup companies through their programming. So I think very highly of them, but they have their finger on the pulse. And just in terms of how many, to your point, how many startups there are, in their programming, I think they told me five or so years ago, there were 80 applicants. And so this last year, there were over 600 applicants to their program. So the entrepreneurial and the startup community, just in terms of sheer number, I also think in terms of quality is accelerating quite a bit. So we have partners like them. We have other partners uh, in the venture capital world that help us with that scouting. We're also a member of Blue Tech Research, which is a consulting and research firm in the water area that helps us. So we definitely don't do it alone, like very teamwork oriented. And they help us because they're all as well part and parcel of what they do every day is to comb the entire global ecosystem. 
And so they're helping us do that. But whereas they're looking at the entire global ecosystem, we're very focused on what are high potential technologies to Xylem specifically. So that's that program. We've got two others, though. Yeah, I was just going to ask <laughs> yeah. you. Like, you mentioned three distinct mm-hmm. programs, so love to know about the others. We've got an incubator program, and that is being spearheaded by uh, Chris Palacis. And the incubator program is a bit smaller of a program, but the idea is is that we're looking at technologies that are a bit earlier stage that may come to market in a few years, not necessarily ready today, but what kind of resources can we put into those companies and work with those companies to help speed their technical development. So he's looking at some really cool stuff, I think. Not that I'm biased. And then we've got an accelerator program And the Accelerator program is staffed by several wonderful people on the team as well. So we've got Paolo Zaki, um, who's leading the Accelerator, also Kyle Schonheit and Mudasar Iqbal, and then program manager Elma Kappa. And so that's all seven of our our folks on the team right now. Although I am going to plug at the end, (laughs) wanting to recruit people to work with us. But uh, anyway, so this Accelerator program, that's for looking at companies that are a little bit later stage. They've tested out their technology. They have pilots in the field that have been working. Proof of concept is done. They've got a few customers on their roster, paying customers. And how can we, as Xylem, leverage those technologies to push us further, faster, but also how can we support their growth from a commercial perspective? So I would call it almost like a startup or a corporate boot camp for startup companies. That's what they're, we're running them through. And so that's where we have a bit more of our focus. And that program is going to launch January. And we're really excited about it. Wow. That's a lot of wonderful things that you're doing. Um, and we're excited. And a lot of terminology that I just threw out there about incubators (laughs) and accelerators and all that good stuff. Yeah, but you did a great job of explaining it. Mm -hmm. I got lost at one point when you said white labeling. If you can define that for us. Yeah, white labeling or private labeling, sometimes they're used interchangeably, yeah. Although Mudasar has pointed out to me a couple of times that there are distinct differences. He's correct, but I, I use them interchangeably. So there's sort of two sides of the coin, right? Going out and looking for these technologies, mm-hmm. these these innovations, these partners, right? But then there's also the need from the business side. Mm-hmm. So that's where I would wonder how you would prioritize. Because if it's me and I work over in XYZ business and so I have all these priorities and I think my business case is the best, why you should pursue this. I'm sure this. it is the best. And similarly, someone on the other side of the world might be like, no, 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 mine deserves all the attention mm-hmm. because I, you know, my customers are really looking for this. So what kind of like protocol are you working on to help vet those opportunities? Because once this podcast goes live, everyone's going to be <laughs> clamoring for, for your help. No, that's a really good question. So first of all, holistically speaking, we're all one Xylem, one company, and we look at it that way because we're a corporate team. So we don't have any preference one way or the other of any particular business unit, which I think is a benefit. And then in the same breath, I'll say I consider us an extension of all of the business unit teams. Um, we're a resource to help all of the business units identify and leverage external third-party technology while they continue to stay focused on the core of our technology and our products and what we're developing and, and, you know, which is super important. So one of the things that we've done is make sure that we are aligned in terms of the structure of the team with the business units. So if you are from the water infrastructure business or the European commercial team, 
you should email Paolo. <laughs> and if you are from uh, AWS or the ACT, you should email Kyle Schonheit. And if it's emerging markets or the MNCS or VUE organizations, Mudas or Iqbal. So those folks on the team, those innovation managers, as we call them internally, are extensions of all of those business units. And so invite them to your roadmap and strategy sessions and consider them as a, as a part of the team that's helping you with that scouting function. That being said, two additional points. One is, if it's just a, an assessment of a technology, you're not necessarily looking to pilot it out or anything else, or if you're looking to do an assessment, should we make this internally or should we partner with another company? That's something that our team can help with. And that's helping you through that exercise. Of, and we have those resources, like I mentioned, with all those open innovation partners. We can reach out to them pretty quickly. It's not a huge ask and they'll respond and, and give us their evaluation and their assessment. It's not a heavy lift. Um, the make versus partner versus buy assessment, we're developing out you know, templates to work with everyone to understand that before making a decision. And then as far as the companies that run through the incubator and the accelerator, we actually are forming a voting committee, like a voting selection committee with equal representation across the business units so that there is equal representation in terms of the voting of what companies then run through that incubator and accelerator. So we're not selecting the companies, the business units are selecting. Oh, the very companies. democratic. Very democratic. That's great. <laughs> yeah. We're just creating the, the framework and, and you know, bringing the, the know-how in terms of working with startups to create that space for us to be able to look at these different technologies, but it's driven by what the needs of the business are. Okay. And so you're here at REACH. You were at WEFTech last week. Mm-hmm. You're here at REACH this week. And what kinds of things are you, you know, working on right now at REACH? Who, who are you speaking with? What's What kind of things are you doing here? Well, first of all, it's my first long business trip, as I'm sure it is for everybody else after a year and a half. So I feel like I live in a hotel now after 10 days on the road. <laughs> but it's been wonderful connecting with everyone. Uh, at WEFTEC last week, uh, we were able to meet with a number of the startups that were exhibiting in the Innovation Pavilion. And so just have that face-to-face time, which was fantastic. And we went to a pilot site tour at MWRD Chicago, which was really interesting. Participated in a number of panels. I just so good to meet the team and share a meal together and, and meet other people at Xylem. And that's why I then came down from Chicago down to New Orleans to reach is really just to meet you and the rest of our <laughs> Xylem colleagues, as well as talk to a number of our, our customers and distributors. So that's great. Well, hopefully it's all going well. I mean, that's a big driver for me too, is just to be on the side of the business for the first time and meet so many new people and I love that it's like a customer-centric conference so get a lot of insights there yeah it's been great so far absolutely and that was actually it's a question I I love to ask when I talk to I've worked on setting up a couple of sales rep networks uh, in my previous jobs and it's a question that I always love to ask is, if you had anything in your arsenal of products um, or solutions, what could you sell 100 of today? It's one of my favorite questions just to see where people's heads are at. So I've asked that a few times. Wow. Yeah. That puts my um, question at the end of this podcast that I ask every <laughs> guest to shame, but uh, <laughs> but also less scary than answering that one. <laughs> Okay, so I I did have a couple more questions for you. One is around just the terminology disruptive technology. Mm -hmm. So we talk about that a lot. And I think generally speaking, we understand what disruption is. But I feel like sometimes when you 
marry it to technology, right? Disruptive technology. Like, what do you generally, what do, you, what do we mean when we say that here at Xylem? There's so many different classifications. The entire world, I think, of innovation and, and technology and, and startups, there's just a lot of terminology that is used different ways in different places. So sustaining technology is another term that's used quite a bit, and that means that you're improving an existing technology. Sometimes it's called incremental improvement. That's the definition of, of sustaining technology. Disruptive technology, sometimes it gets called breakthrough or radical technology. That could either mean it is a new way of doing something, or it could be a new way of doing something that we already do, or it could be a brand new way of doing something that doesn't exist today. So it could really mean either uh, either of those things. Super exciting just to get to experience different, so many different things all the time. It's definitely a buzzword though. Like when you go out and you're like, I'm working on disruptive and breakthrough technology. <laughs> it really sets the expectation of how cool it needs to be very high. <laughs> So cool factors. So this year is really about building out these roadmaps, these templates, getting the team set up, you know, aligning with the businesses. Sounds like you're doing awesome there. We're coming into Q4 or we are in Q4. And just so I'm always curious what, you know, what is next year going to bring for you and your team? Well, we're going to be launching the incubator and accelerator of Q1 of 2022. So really really excited about that. So the next time we talk, we can chat about the specific portfolio companies that are running through our programming and dive deeper there. Um, the folks on my team will probably be better positioned to, to talk about that. So maybe we'll bring them on the podcast. Maybe it'll be in person even. That would be um, fantastic. It would be wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, you know, the, the majority of what we're looking to do is to launch and run our first iteration of the Incubator and Accelerator. And What's really exciting about that is that it's essentially our, it's our MVP. It's our you know minimum viable product uh, ourselves. We're incubating the incubator, if you will. So we are running it in a more kind of moderate capacity to see what works, to see what doesn't work, to get feedback from people around the business, to iterate in the same way that you would build any program or technology. I say that quite a bit, actually. When I went from working in construction to working with startups, I would say I'm still building things. I'm just building companies and you know instead of building buildings but very similar in nature and it's super exciting that's what I, I feel like I'm very fortunate and and really I'm loving the time that I've been at Xylem and working with all the people at Xylem who have been so kind and helpful and so interested in new technologies and in innovation uh, it's been such a wonder to see and to be honest that's why I joined Xylem in the first place it's just great to see that that's actually the reality inside looking out as well. So. I think we've done a nice job over the last 18 months too of really embracing sort of this agile mentality not mm -hmm. just in technology or product development but also in you know the way we reach out to customers and do our VOC and the way we market and interact with the industry I just am pleased to hear that you use the term MVP you know and we're like actually like walking the talk well Savan it was wonderful to to speak with you today I do have my last question for you which I ask all of our solving water guests ready anticipation that is what's the most important thing you've learned in the water business so far I would say uh, it, it's more of a humanistic comment to be kind and is a really 
kind you know industry people are very nice to each other and very driven mission oriented and mission driven and I think there's a recognition that we're all working together towards the same goal so I've really appreciated that coming into the water industry a great answer we we certainly are thrilled to have you welcome and I do hope that we can speak again as you suggested earlier maybe early next year Q1 end of Q1 we can start talking about your incubator program and how that's working if I've dug out from all of the emails that are going to come in after this session by then then absolutely (laughs) (laughs) sounds good okay Okay. thanks a lot Savannah thanks Savannah and a big thank you to our Solving Water audience for being here today Please come back and join us for the next episode in the 2021 REACH series. More information can be found at the link in today's show notes. And please contact me at amanda.holloway at xylem.com or via LinkedIn with questions, feedback, or to be a guest on Solving Water.